So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, 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 what is up, my man? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. Super excited to dive into today's content. We're going to have a lot of fun talking about King David of the Bible. Uh, But look, before I jump into that, we are in the last month of the year. And I don't know about you, but when the last month hits, it causes me to reflect back on the year to think about the great things that happened and also to identify maybe a couple things that didn't quite go the way I planned that I either want to salvage before the year is over or certainly um, get some momentum so that next year I can take care of them. And I know that for most of you listening to the podcast, quitting pornography is top of that list or certainly somewhere in the mix. And so if you haven't had your uh, last relapse yet, if you feel like you're still struggling, you still don't fully understand what's going on, and it feels like this situation has more control of you than you have control of it, I want to invite you to book a free strategy call with my team. We would love to speak with you. We'd love to see if maybe we can help you out, uh, whether it's before the year's over or maybe going into the new year, whatever that may look like for you. We want to be a part of it. We don't want you to do this alone. And here's the deal. In 2023, we helped hundreds of guys quit pornography successfully, restore their marriages, step further in their callings, and make a difference in this world because they finally experienced freedom from sexual bondage. And the same thing can be true for you. So um, if you click on the link in my show notes to book a call with my team, that'll take you to my calendar. You can book a, book a time. There's a little application to fill out and then you'll send some videos or we'll send you some videos rather for you to just understand kind of what we do and how we can maybe help you. And um, they, these are low pressure calls. Um, they're only really, if you're serious though, I will, I will say that these are not for casual chit chats, um, but we try to give you some options. And if our program's not a fit, it's not a fit, no harm, no foul, and uh, and we'll let you go. We won't keep spamming you or bo- or uh, bothering you. So uh, I highly recommend that you go check out check that out. Uh, link is there in the show notes. Now let's jump into today's content. I am continually struck by the story of King David. Uh, my wife and I have just um, finished watching through the three seasons of The Chosen, and really, really enjoyed it. Um, lots of thoughts about it. Uh, uh, most of those thoughts I, I will reserve for another podcast. <clears throat> but um, I've been really just recaptivated by Jesus in all of it. And, th- and that's been a very cool byproduct of, of this process. I, I was uh, thinking uh, there, there's, a, um, there's a lot of, uh, they, build, they build a lot of the plot and some of the, the controversy in um, in Jesus's life, you know, from the Pharisees and Sadducees and the Romans and all that, around Jesus calling himself the Son of Man, and um, and you know, referring to uh, the the scripture in the Book of Daniel, and uh, and it's interesting, you know, Jesus had a lot of different names, right? He's obviously the Messiah, the Son of God, Son of Man, um, and he's even referred to as the Son of David, and I I've just been so struck, I, I just again and again, I'm continually struck 
at the legacy that King David left behind, even though he performed some of the most heinous crimes that we've ever heard of in, in, our, in our life. And I, um, I, I kind of wrote this, this, this like modern day version of David's story that I want to read out to you. And then, um, and then we're, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about some of the implications that this has for us in our day-to-day life and for you in recovery, okay? So, um, so here, here it is. The, the owner of a large business empire went on a work trip with several of his staff. Rather than stay the full trip, he decided to exercise his, quote, boss privileges and come home early. When returning home, the boss, who goes by the moniker KD, <laughs> made advances on one of his employees' wife, knowing her husband was still away on the work trip. The encounter ended with the two having non-consensual, sorry, non-consensual sex. KD later found out that his employee's wife became pregnant from the incident, which ultimately, let's call a spade a spade, was rape. Non- non-consensual sex is rape. Uh, rather than come clean and own up to his error, KD took matters into his own hands. KD sent the woman's husband on another business trip with one goal, eliminate the man. Sadly, he was successful. When questioned for his disgusting behavior, Katie said he preferred to respond with a song. The song is called Psalm 51, and it's where King David coined well-known phrases like, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. It's interesting, uh, you, you know, for me, I grew up in the church. I've heard many of these Bible stories again and again and again, and modernizing it has been very helpful for me, and I would say watching The Chosen has, has served a, a similar kind of impact. Interestingly enough, the, the first words out of David's mouth, in, or out of his pen, if you will, in Psalm 51 are, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. It's always fascinating to me because um, you and I understand the unconditional love and mercy of God. That's because we live in a new covenant that is marked by the shed blood of, of a perfect man named Jesus, who then, after dying, rose from the dead. David lived in an inferior covenant. And, and that's what just gets me. It's like, how did he understand the unfailing love of God in a, in a covenant where you were basically judged based on your ability to follow the law. It, it, it's, it's remarkable. And, and David models something for us that I hope you and I um, don't overlook, which is that David came clean before the Lord. Now, we know that in a perfect world, we are coming clean before the Lord with our thoughts and our evil desires and some of those fleshly things that start to percolate before they develop into sinful behavior. But obviously, none of us are going to be perfect in that regard. And David shows us that when you do fall short, rather than hiding, rather than being closed off, open your heart wide. See, there's, there's great courage and humility demonstrated in Psalm 51. And the, the, just so you know, the, the little note in my Bible about Psalm, um, Psalm 51 is that this is when the prophet Nathan came to David after he had committed adultery with Bathsheba. And, and so th- this was written, you know, sure, he, he did have to be confronted. So, I mean, we can acknowledge that. 
Um, but nonetheless, he still responded incredibly well. He, he, he responded with, a, with an open heart, a pure heart, and was able to tap into the mercies of God. If I, if I told you that story and I didn't provide the context and you didn't know it was King David, you would hear that and I would ask you, you know, what do you think should become of this man? Do you think he deserves, do you think that, that, that Jesus would like to be in the lineage of, of a man who, you know, who's sleep with his, uh, one of his employees' wives, would have the employee killed, uh, just to cover up the fact that he impregnated her, impregnated her during the encounter. I mean, none of us are raising our hand for that. Nobody's, nobody's thinking that's a good lineage for the Messiah to come in. Yet, this is the story of David. This is the story of Jesus, and and, and I, I find it just absolutely remarkable. So here are the takeaways: if if God can not only forgive David, which obviously he did. But he actually, David still managed to find such a place in the heart of God despite his shortcomings that Jesus Christ himself is called the son of David. He comes from the lineage of David. David in Acts 13, 22, and, and there's another place in the Bible as well, I forget the reference off the top of my head, is called a man after God's own heart. This is the legacy. This is what people are saying about him hundreds and hundreds of years later like th- this is this is absolutely wild and what it means for you and I is that we may have messed up royally i don't think any of you listening have killed a man and if you have well honestly i have great news for you you can still leave a legacy that hundreds thousands of years people can still be talking about you can lead your life in a way that sets an example that other people want to follow because that this is the glorious news of the gospel. Your past has been blotted out. I love that language that David uses in Psalm 51. Blot out my transgressions according to your great compassion. And so the same is true for you. It doesn't matter how much you failed. It doesn't matter what you've done. Jesus has accounted. He's atoned for every single one of them. And he has blotted out your transgressions. So you can earnestly pray, God created me a clean heart and he will do it. He, he is eager to fulfill that prayer. And, and so this is something that we can learn from King David. We don't want to obviously repeat his mistakes, but certainly we do want to replicate that response to error, which is approaching the throne of God, an open heart, great courage, great humility, and a willingness to repent and to change his ways. And as far as we know, David did not go and repeat these sins. And there's something to be said for that as well. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Look, if you're in um, a serious situation, you're ready to finally quit pornography, make sure you click the link in the show notes to book a call with my team. We'd love to speak with you. Hey, in the meantime, much love to you guys. Stay clean. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. 
If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.